Welcome to Buy My Own Lights podcast. My name is Rachel, and I am the creator and host of this ultimate vulnerability project. I know it's cliche to say, but I truly am so glad you're here. This podcast started as a place to reflect on the light and adversity throughout my life. I believe that the world needs all kinds of kinds, and we should live a life according to our own lights with a heavy emphasis on light. I want more light in the world, and sometimes when life happens, it's hard to see the light in it. But if you look, you will find it. Last week, I gathered with a small group of women, and the topic of our conversation was about courage and bravery. Not big brave, just brave enough. Courage, however, is a tricky word. One where the definition has seemed to get watered down over time, like many of our words. If I were to actually ask you to define courage, what would you say? I think a common way someone would define it would be to explain some heroic force that created some heroic act. It kind of feels to me that courage is reserved for those that do big things or for children when we want to remind them that they're brave. But how often do we recognize our own courage and call it by its name? The root word of courage is core, which simply translates to heart. So when I think of courage, it means a strength of heart. Author Nicole Eunice describes the definition of courage as mental or moral strength to venture, persevere, and withstand danger, fear, or difficulty. I think an impactful word that stands out would commonly be strength, but really, I think the most prominent words in the definition are to venture, persevere, and withstand. Courage does not always feel like a strong heart. As a matter of fact, often after I have expressed my own courage, I feel like I have drained all the strength from my body and I'm left weakened. If my heart was really strong, it would have a bit more stamina, right? I don't want to define my courage by the stamina of my strength, because if I did, I would be a woman of very little courage. I would rather have it defined by the achievement of venturing just beyond, of persevering and withstanding danger and fear that has typically left me depleted. I can look back at all the times where I was scared, but I made it through the other side of my fear by withstanding it, and that's courageous. Or the times that life was hard and I just wanted to find an easy path, but I didn't. I instead ventured just beyond the hard, and that was courageous. Or if I continued to do something with no promise of ease or success and persevered, that is courageous. You see, courage ignores all the emotions that tell us to retreat and stay put. And yet we don't look at the seemingly innocuous acts of courage and we dismiss them as such because it wasn't of heroic proportion. Through our talk of courage, we were asked to give ourselves a courage rating in a courage inventory document. And this is in different areas of our life. Spoiler alert, 
None of the statements were grandiose as pulling an animal from a fiery building. Instead, the categories were things like engaging in healthy conflict or embracing my own limits and letting things go and forgiving coworkers. I rated myself bold and free in the areas of healthy conflict. I truly believe that healthy conflict is an intimate and bonding experience when it stays away from toxicity. I actually find significant value in conflict. I also rated myself bold and free in other categories like believing and trusting in God, standing up and speaking for myself, and forgiving my coworkers. Where I felt that I had no courage was, ironically, letting go and forgiving my family and myself and listening to God's direction. So I asked myself, why can I forgive my coworkers, but not my own husband or myself? Why can I fully trust in God, but not venture deep into the direction he is calling me? So let's start with letting go and forgiveness. I discovered I have a built-in excuse for those further from my inner circle. I give them less of me, so when they hurt me, they're only hurting a tiny part of me. My excuse is, they didn't know better, or it's okay. I only freely gave them what I was willing to go without. I instead keep the more valuable and treasured parts of me close by and feel as though that is something that needs to be earned because, well... I have trust issues. So that obviously led me to why I am less forgiving to those closest to me. I'm willing to give away the valuables of my soul to them. And so the hurts are big. But the same issue appears, trust. I don't trust strangers with my vulnerabilities, but then I may give too much trust to those closest to me, oftentimes without regard to any red flag. So when I say trust issues, It's not just a lack of trust or an abundance of trust. It is all of it. But I pick and choose who gets what in a seemingly arbitrary manner. Trust is actually a very powerful currency. It can buy you freedom. It can buy you courage. And it can buy you deep, deep love. And we exchange it for highly coveted treasures. And as with most currency, it is valued differently in all parts of the world. Trust is valued differently in parts of my world. I have more courage in forgiving those that I give little to, but no courage when the stakes are actually high. So I find myself in a discovery mode right now with all this new insight. I don't know what to do with the information that's been revealed to me, except I will continue to explore it and ask questions, starting with, is there courage in keeping my trust currency the same value to all? Or is it courageous to give more trust to those further removed from my inner circle? Or maybe, how can I express courage by letting go and forgiving those closest to me and not asking what's at stake if I do to determine my answer? If trust is a chink in my courage armor in regards to forgiveness, then what is the chink in my courage armor of listening to God's direction? On the list of courage inventory, the first statement reads, believing and trusting God. And the very next statement reads, 
listening and obeying God's direction. I should have known this was a trap when they seemed so similar, but very different. The first, I rated the highest rating I can give. The second, I rated the lowest. How does that make any sense? If I'm courageous in my belief and trust in God, then why can I not actually venture out into his direction? I caught myself in my own lie unknowingly, because if I was truly courageous, I would venture, right? That's built into the definition. So which one of my answers was true? Because they both could not be true. I believe and trust God with my life. But that doesn't mean I don't get to be scared every now and then. I think where I let my fear impact my venturing skills is that here on earth, my life is not my own. My life is the wife of my husband, the mother to my children, the friend to a friend, the small group leader to a high school girls, the volunteer to a charity, the employee to an organization. The list goes on. So the direction God pulls me will not only pull me, but my husband's wife, my children's mother, and my friend's friend. My fear, or excuse, is not believing in the depths of others' trust in God. Belief and venture seem to be the polarity of whose I truly am. If I trust that I am of God, then my life is His, and the strength of my heart to venture is undeniable. But if I don't trust that, then I am declaring that my husband's wife and children's mother is greater than God. Now, in my heart of hearts, I know whose I am. I know who calls me. And so this discovery mode here is a solved mystery. The only action to do is recognize the emotion that has been paralyzing me from venturing into God's direction. I need to trust in his will And I need to trust that it will bring me the courage to venture and withstand all else. And the emotion I have of fear is purely an emotion of my flesh. The separation of flesh from the soul requires courage. I have to withstand my emotions, desires, and limitations in order to venture beyond flesh and blood. I think that is true with all things in life. Sometimes, Being courageous is simply about withstanding the hurt, the struggles, and our circumstances to venture into something greater. It's not always about changing our circumstances. Sometimes it will be about keeping your feet planted and heart firm as we wait out the storm. And when you do this, call it by its name, courage, because you are courageous. Hey, if you liked this episode, be sure to leave a comment or share it with a friend. We're still a very young podcast, so your support and encouragement doesn't go unnoticed. Be sure to subscribe and follow the podcast wherever you get your podcasts. 
You can also find additional content on our YouTube channel at youtube.com backslash by my own lights or our website at bymyownlights.com. <laughs>